Welcome to the Irish Tech News Podcast, where we will bring you some of the most interesting interviews and features from the world of tech. Visit irishtechnews.ie and check out our podcast section to explore all of our previous episodes. You can subscribe to our podcast using whatever your favourite app or service is by visiting anchor.fm forward slash irish-tech-news. Hi, today on the Irish Tech News podcast, uh, we have somebody who we spoke to a year ago uh, and who was then launching a successful uh, project. And, and now it's great that it's, it's, it's rolled over in 2022. So I guess, first of all, uh, who do we have the pleasure of speaking to today? Hi, Simon. I'm Una McCutcheon from .ie, the company that manages the .ie namespace for Ireland. I'm also a national director of the .ie Digital Town Programme, which is something we set up uh, two years ago. So we're now in our second year, and I'd be happy to talk to you about the awards, which are part of the program. Perfect. Okay, great. So I guess um, within the organisation, um, what's your role? And as you mentioned, it's been going for a couple of years. So I guess what was the thinking behind creating it, and uh, how has it progressed o- over that time period? Yeah. So interesting that you asked that. Part of our purpose as a company is to enable people and communities and businesses across Ireland thrive online. And we have been doing a number of different programs over the last, say, 10 years or so. And when we looked at it as part of our strategic plan, we decided that, in fact, we needed to pull all the initiatives together under one umbrella. And we have three elements to that, one of which is the awards. So my role is National Director of the .ie Digital Town Programme. And I'm really happy to be able to tell you more about the awards today. We're now in our second year, and the purpose of the awards is really to shine a light on local digital champions, people in communities who are doing work of a digital nature across their town to try and improve and um, empower people to be able to see the benefits of digital. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and obviously, uh, with having gone through the pandemic and everything, uh, there were there are a lot of other factors that were encouraging businesses to do more online. So uh, I guess you put yourself in a good space at a good time Um, with the 2021 awards. um, I guess, how did they go? And what I mean by that is, um, were were you seeing the kind of projects that you expected? Were you surprised? And um, I guess, what was the response to them? Yeah, we had a great response. Um, We had entries from almost every county in Ireland um, and some counties had multiple entries. And I think what we saw was that there was a wide range of digital projects. So some people were at an early stage of their digital journey and others were at a much more sophisticated um, level uh, within their journey. So we saw projects, for example, and this is very much a, a response to COVID, where uh, town marketplaces were set up, almost like a mini Amazon. um, And they were set up on apps um, because a lot of the smaller businesses in towns weren't yet online and they were suddenly faced with, you know, a huge crisis in their business when they were locked down and people couldn't shop. So this was a very speedy and quick response by several towns. Um, to try and get those businesses online really, really quickly and to enable, you know, the the local residents to be able to support their local businesses because there was a very big um, sentiment around shopping local and supporting local businesses. So that was one example. 
we had other examples as well of things like digital gift cards to be used within a town. And then we saw things like infrastructure around smart benches where people are able to, uh, which are Wi-Fi enabled, where people are able to recharge their devices and so on. Um, and then we also saw um, projects of a very practical nature. So one example of that was um, a, um, a, a sonar device that detected when uh, life rings, you know, for, for saving lives in rivers and at sea uh, either went missing or were, were damaged in some way. And that would send a message to the relevant authorities that they needed to respond quickly and replace that life ring. So those are some of the examples. Um, on the more, I suppose, um, advanced level, you, we saw some Internet of Things projects. And one that stood out was a project uh, designed to help with assisted living for the elderly on Aranmore Island. And what they did there was have devices in place so that if, for example, there was unusual activity near a kettle or a front door was left open, that it would immediately ping a message to carers uh, or family members to, to go to the elderly person's residence. So what this allowed older people was to remain at home, living independently, using technology. And I think, you know, everybody would agree that that's a, a very um, positive type of project. As, as you're speaking, uh, I was, one of the things I was thinking was that, um, um, obviously, so here we are uh, almost just emerging out of a pandemic. Uh, in the last, you know, some of the restrictions I think kicked in from Monday, you know, uh, last Monday. So, um, does this mean that that maybe that this year's round of applications could be uh, building on that and therefore potentially um, uh, an evolution? Uh, you, are, you, are you expecting to see similar or different uh, projects come come through this year? I think what what we did this year was we changed the categories slightly. So last year it was based on ten size. Uh, this year, we're based more on specific areas, for example, digital community projects or digital education, digital tourism, e-health um, and digital business. So as well as our, our special categories, which we had, which were Changemaker, Rising Star and Local Hero. So I think we will see some slightly different projects because they are specifically around categories, like I mentioned, their tourism, health, education, etc. So I, I would expect that there will be some that will be somewhat different. But we uh -huh. do yeah. want to see our, our rising star, and that's aimed at a town or a town group where they are maybe early in their uh, digital journey, where they want to set up, um, a, you know, almost a template for other towns to follow in due course. Um, the change maker category is one where a group in a town spotted a problem and uh, applied a digital solution to that problem and demonstrating, you know, leadership in the digital space. And of course, our, our very popular one of digital local hero is really aimed at the unsung heroes and the volunteers in towns that do so much work and really never get or, or seek indeed any reward for the work that they're doing. So we think this is a really nice way of rewarding those people. So I think as well, one of the things we need to think about for the awards is what I mentioned earlier, some people are at an early stage and other people are at a more advanced stage. 
But I think um, when, when you look at it, what, what our judges are looking for is what is the impact of that, award, of that digital activity? So it may not be massively sophisticated, but it may have a really positive and demonstrable impact on a town. So that's what we're looking for. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's great. I mean, and that helps to give people uh, a sense of what you're looking for. Um, in that context, uh, do you have any tips for how to do a good application? Because sometimes some people have great projects, but they don't necessarily communicate it as successfully as the project is. So would you have any tips uh, or, or ways for people to make their application as compelling as possible? Yeah, I'll tell you, one. what people need to do is to go onto our website, weare.ie, and there's lots of information there. I think applicants or potential applicants will be pleased to know that there's two principal questions that they need to answer, just to, apart from your general admin, who you are and where you're from. But So what we're looking for is, what's the digital vision? What problem did the town set out to solve? And you know, how, how do they express that vision? And the second part, the second question then is around the actual digital project itself. So that means that you really have to think in terms of your vision and then the project that you uh, implemented in order to fulfill that vision. We also have the judging criteria are very clearly outlined on the website so that uh, potential applicants will be able to see the criteria they're being judged against, along with a percentage score of how that breaks down. So that means that people can have that little list to hand and to be able to say, have I addressed each of these points? Um, and then just the final thing is, you know, sometimes, like you say, Simon, people maybe have a good project, but don't really know how to articulate it. Uh, we have got um, the facility on the website to book a phone call to get a little bit of help or guidance uh, through the system if needed we'd be very happy to do that mm -hmm. look i think and i think that's great both with the checklist and the ability to have a sense of you know have have i completed it in a good way because that way at least then everyone's on a level playing field so uh, I, th I think that's that's great and the ability to speak to you guys is also really useful um we'll include those details in in, in, the, in the text that we put in um, so, uh, you, in the role that you have, basically, uh, you have your finger on the pulse because you're seeing what's being done, what people have been doing, and what people are trying to do. So, um, I guess, where do you see these trends going? And, I, and, and I'm asking this because, obviously, you know, uh, we, Ireland began to do it with the GTEx and other things. There were digital hubs, remote working. Um, do, do you get a sense that we are seeing um, more of a um, a work life maybe not even balanced but but but, but re, 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 reworking out and do, are, are people still interested in that or does everyone want to go back to the office <laughs> what do you think yeah i think that um, it's very much dependent on your stage of life and this is what i've observed anyway i think that mm. there's a cohort of people who definitely want to get back to the office i think for example some of the younger workers are losing out by not having that informal, almost training or mentoring, just by turning around to, to the person sitting beside them to get a little bit of guidance. So I think younger people, from my observation anyway, are more keen to get back. I think people with families or with, with young families or with other caring responsibilities 
really, really appreciate the flexibility of, for example, being able to drop their kids to school if they need to um, or, or pick them up um, and then, you know, work extra hours at, at a different time in the day. So it, I think it's going to take a time for people to get back to the office. I think, you know, uh, we've been at home for two years pretty much. And that's quite habit forming. So I think that people will, it'll take people a little bit of time. For people living in towns up and down the country, I feel that the co-working hubs are going to be a great solution because working from home can be very isolating um, and not always, people don't always have um, ideal spaces for working. So this would be a great way for um, people to combine that piece around being in the office some days and being in a working environment on other days. And I know there's a lot of money and supports being put in to, to build up the digital hubs and to have that facility available to people uh, close to their homes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, look, and I think it's that kind of blended. You, you get some work done maybe uh, by yourself and other, and other things it works to bounce off people. And if, if you create a blended scenario, then that works. Uh, so my penultimate question for you. Uh, now, obviously, uh, I am one of the judges, but uh, you have a very interesting panel of the other judges. So just to give a sense of the areas and sectors uh, that your judges are coming from. Uh, do you want to maybe just talk about, um, it, it can either be individuals or just more, that you have compiled a, a, an interesting and diverse cross-section for your judging panel? Yeah, it's really interesting you say that because um, I think the quality of the judging panel is has been remarked upon by so many people. And I think it really shows that these are such valid and valuable rather um, awards. So we have, I mean, I won't list out all the individuals, but mm -hmm. we have Joan Mulvihill, who is um, digital lead at Siemens as a chair of our judging panel. Of course, there's yourself. We have Brandon Casey, who's from the Connected Health and Wellbeing Cluster in um, Drada. We have Retail Excellence Ireland. We have business owners. We have Lorraine Higgins from Digital Business Ireland. Alan Mulrooney from the Western Development Commission, um, Louise O'Connor, who's a founding partner of Beta Digital, and, and, and a few others, including Marcella Rodden, who's head of enterprise in the local enterprise office in Cavan. Um, so when you look at that range of people, you're talking about representative organizations, digital leaders, and then um, also, you know, uh, people from the digital business community as well, and e-commerce experts. So I think we have a really good spread of judges and that'll really help with, um, you know, improving the standard and making sure that the best projects and best towns get chosen. So we're really trying to reach out now to the digital leaders in a town or in a community, people who are digital champions, that might be chambers of commerce or it might be um, a digital health manager or it might be a, a project, um, somebody leading a digital tourism project, for example. So those are all the areas that we're looking for. And I think some of the things as well to note is that the closing date for entries is the 25th of March. So people have a few weeks to get um, organized and to sort of think about 
uh, their entry. But what I would urge people to do is to go onto the website, click on the enter now link, and then have a look through the application form because it'll give people a chance to be able to think about how they're going to structure their response. Um, there's some administrative information that's needed that I mentioned earlier. So it'd be good for applicants to kind of have a good idea of what that is so they can start pulling that information together. Mm -hmm. Perfect. And you answered my last question, so that's great. So we'll put the links in <laughs> for how people can do that. Um, it's been a pleasure to speak to you, Una. So look, thanks very much. And was there anything else that you wanted to say or add? No, just to remind people that the website is weare.ie and all the information is on the Digital Town uh, tab. They'll be able to find it there. So thanks very much indeed for, for chatting this morning, Simon. Really enjoyed it. And we're looking forward to having plenty of entries this year. Thank you for listening to the latest Irish Tech News podcast. Check back every day for the latest episode. You can follow us on Twitter at Irish underscore tech news. On Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Irish Tech News. On LinkedIn, linkedin.com forward slash company forward slash Irish dash tech dash news. On Instagram, instagram.com forward slash Irish Tech News dot IE. And on TikTok, tiktok.com forward slash at Irish Tech News.